Welcome to the New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal? To provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. What is up, everybody? It is Sathya Sam. Welcome to the New Man Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. <laughs> I'm laughing a little bit because uh, um, I just uh, paid a guy on Fiverr to do the intro and outro for my podcast, and uh, he did a phenomenal job. I'm not, no complaints about him at all. And uh, if you're ever looking for a recommendation, you can reach out. But um, it's, uh, I just, I, I, find the intensity of it just a little bit funny and uh anyway just listening back to it um yeah put a little smile on my face so anyway welcome to the new man podcast uh still growing learning figuring this podcasting thing out and i'm sure you can hear in the background uh i'm outside i live in a very uh naturey kind of place lots of trees lots of wildlife and uh, that actually ties nicely into the story that i want to tell you today and then what I learned from it. Um, I know it's a little bit of an obscure title, and you're going to find out all about um, why why the title's there and what's the story behind it, and I'm excited to share it with you. Uh, I just wanted to say a quick thanks uh, um, to a bunch of you guys who have reached out, um, and to those of you who have been leaving ratings, reviews. Uh, those things mean the world, and they, they really do help me get the word out, especially for someone who's just starting and um, and really just looking to get some momentum here. So um, shout out to you guys. Thank you. Thanks for uh, your support. And uh, thanks for helping me uh, get this content up. Um, anyway, uh, I wanted to share a, a really interesting story that happened very recently. Uh, I'm going to say maybe two weeks ago. But, um, but I just, it, it, I don't know, you know, you, you have these moments in life that seem very mundane as they're taking place. And afterwards, you, you look back and you just think, what? <laughs> like, what? How did that happen? What What was going on there? That's crazy, and um, and that that was what this moment was like for me. And as I've reflected on it, I've just realized that there are so many lessons and just gems embedded in this experience I had, and um, I just felt like it needs to be shared. So um, so that's uh, that's what I'm gonna do. Um, a little bit of context is that uh, about two. Um, no, not two, sorry, about 10 months ago, uh, about 10 months ago, my, my wife and I bought a house and we, um, we were living in the GTA, which is the greater Toronto area and wanted to be closer to where I grew up, which is where uh, my family lives, my brother and his fiance and my parents. And so we bought a house and um, it's an amazing story the way it all happened. It was uh, it was a total God thing. And uh, I'll have to save that story for another day. But the, this house is, um, is like a dream. Um, not just the house itself, but the location is absolutely perfect. It's a 30-second walk from the beach. It's um, a 30-second walk from uh, this place called Malcolmson Eco Park, which I'm actually walking towards right now. Um, which is kind of like this really, I don't know, it's like a mini conservation area. This just very nice forested area. And, um, and it's, it's overlooking the lake basically. So, um, you have all these great spots 
and uh, there's tons of nature. You can, I'm sure you can hear the birds chirping in the background here. Uh, they're very loud today. So anyway, it's, uh, it's really cool and uh, just, just a great spot. So I've made a habit of walking pretty regularly. I walk at least twice a day and, um, you know, it just helps me clear my mind. I'm usually uh, looking at a computer screen most days and sitting, standing, but uh, not moving tons. So I force myself to walk a couple times and it's, uh, it's really good for me physically and mentally. So about two weeks ago, I'm, I'm going for my usual walk at the end of the day. And I walked through this, this eco park that I mentioned to you. And if you walk, um, across the park at the other side of it is, is this canal. The park kind of runs parallel. The paths of the park run parallel to this canal. So if you walk across, uh, you go, go past all the paths. It takes you to uh, this canal and there's a, there's like a chain fence that, um, sort of separates the park from the canal. So I'm walking through and uh, just enjoying the canal. Really nice views and these massive ships come through from time to time. But uh, when I was there, you know, there was there was nothing, uh, nothing around. So it was quite still and it was uh, it was really really nice. It was just you know really enjoying it. And uh, I usually I would I would kind of enjoy the view and just turn around and walk back to my house. But I I kind of felt like walking along the canal. So I start walking along and this, this pile of stuff just sort of grabs my attention. It's just out of the corner of my eye, this pile of stuff. And, um, and so I, I go over to it. I, again, one of those things where it's just, it's a very mundane moment. You're not paying any attention, um, to what's going on and what you're doing, why you're doing it. But I just walk over and it's like a hundred hangers, like coat hangers. It's a box of random stuff. And, um, there's like some clothes, some, I don't know, some coffee mugs, and then a whole collection of magazines that are kind of washed out and whatever. And I, I don't know why I was even over there. I think I just kind of wanted to see what it was. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. And I, I start walking away and this, this magazine catches my attention and I, I kind of do a double take. And I realized that it's a Playboy magazine. And, you know, I, I've actually never seen a Playboy magazine in real life. I know that sounds crazy, but that just shows you kind of the, the progression of technology. I um, struggled with pornography for 15 years and I've never seen it in magazine form. It was always online. And, um, and so I was just kind of perplexed by it and, and was thinking like, well, if there's a stack of magazines here and the only one I see is a Playboy, the rest are probably, probably Playboys as well. So I was caught in a moral dilemma because of course the, this is content that I um, have basically built a business standing against. Um, I don't want to in- entertain anything that's going to cause me to stumble and then I realized that, you know, this area is quite common. You know, a lot of people walk through here. And, and I know that even when I walk through that park, um, there's lots of kids, like kids playing around and they, they like fish and they catch frogs and they just run around in the park. So I'm just thinking like, I have, I feel like a moral obligation to clean this up because I don't want this to be kids first exposure to pornography and that kind of thing. And, um, just caught in a moral dilemma like do I do something about this 
or am I setting myself up for failure here by, uh, by engaging with, with, you know, magazines, um, that are just right there. So I thought it through and I decided that given my stance and given what I stand for and really just given the personal progress I've made in, in my freedom journey these last, uh, five and a half years or so that I've been free, I decided I was going to clean up the magazines. So, um, thankfully, um, a lot of the like outward facing parts had been washed out by some rain and stuff. So there wasn't, there wasn't really any, any graphic content per se. And, um, and so I just stacked all the magazines up and I don't know, there must've been eight, nine of them. And, uh, and I carried them and I'm looking for the closest garbage can. And the, the closest one I could see was probably a kilometer away. And there is a road that is kind of between the canal and the park. And so I'm walking along that road, slightly embarrassed and realizing that if the wrong person drove by at the wrong time or whatever, this could look really, really bad. And, you know, it's one of those things where you, your mind just starts to imagine worst case scenarios, even though they are completely unrealistic and definitely not going to happen. Um, and that was, <laughs> that was a very long kilometer walk. I'll tell you that as I'm entertaining all these different ideas. And, um, at the end of it, you know, as I, as I got to the garbage can, um, I, I realized that this, is what freedom looks like. And, and that's what I wanted to just share about. Um, I'm transitioning here into a, a more closed off space. So hopefully this is a little bit better. Um, but that is, that is what freedom looks like. And that was the thing I was struck by. Um, you know, I think a lot of, a lot of you who are listening are probably like me and you grew up learning to run away from sexuality learning to um to suppress it to numb it to ignore it and and avoid it and we kind of were taught that that is what freedom looks like that's what health looks like it means that you have the most willpower to resist temptation to to fight it and and to somehow um prevent yourself from giving in to the lure of lust and pornography and sexuality and whatever else but true freedom is actually looking at your temptress in the face and still having a choice. And that was what that moment symbolized for me. I thought, you know, if this was four years ago and I was just maybe a year out of being free, I don't think I could have pulled that off. I think I would have had to walk away and um, I still, uh, it's still exhibiting a degree of freedom, um, you know, to be able to say, uh, no, I can't handle that. I'm going to walk away from the situation. That's, that's actually still strong because um, you're at least aware of what's going on and you're not just running away from it because it's icky. You know, you're looking at it, you're evaluating what can I handle, what's going to serve the situation the best or bring the most favorable outcome. And then you're acting accordingly. And I think four years ago, you know, where I was at, that probably would have been the right move. But uh, five, uh, five years after getting free, I'm able to hold a stack of Playboy magazines in my hand, uh, not open anything up, not give in uh, to the temptation to to look through. And, and you know, I, I had those thoughts of like, well, I, I could just look through and make sure that these are really actually porn magazines and whatever else. And, um, 
and and kind of like that. Oh, well, is it really going to hurt? Like, um, you know, it's all soft core stuff. Like I had those kinds of thoughts as I'm carrying the stack of magazines and um, and just being able to kind of acknowledge like, yeah, those are those are um, legitimate temptations and I'm not going to give in to them. Um, that that is true freedom. And I think um, I think sometimes freedom is painted as this this triumphant thing. Um, we, we sometimes purport the message of like, you know, freedom means that you never have a dirty thought. It means that you never feel tempted. It means that you never think about anything that is even remotely evil or sinful or sexual. And, um, and the reality is true freedom is looking at your temptress in the face and still having a choice. And, um, and I just want to encourage you because, you know, we're all pursuing greater degrees of freedom. I'm, I'm free from porn for five plus years, but trust me, there are areas in my life where I'm working, um, at, at getting free and, and finding more freedom. Uh, one thing I've been actually sharing with my guys lately quite a bit is, uh, my desire to break free of email, the grips of email. And, uh, I know that's a, it's a very different temptress than pornography, but, um, but you know, we're, we're all working in, in areas of our lives to get free and it's so important that we don't run away, that we don't flee the things that we are um, tempted by, but rather we're, we're able to face them head on and, and put ourselves in a position where we actually have a choice. We have a say in the matter and we are not victims to uh, our lures. Uh, we're not victims to our temptations or our tendencies or anything else. Uh, this is really what true freedom looks like. And this is why I'm so passionate about helping guys get free in their lives, um, especially in the realm of sexuality and spirituality. That's really where I focus a lot. And, um, you know, there's, there's just, there's nothing like it. And, um, and so I wanted to share that story. I, I think for me, it was really impactful uh, just on a personal level, seeing, um, my own journey, but realizing that this is actually the kind of model of freedom that we want to set uh, across the board with all the guys that we work with. And, um, you know, I remember one of my, one of my earlier clients, actually, uh, he, he told me a, a similar story about, um, I believe it was a, a coworker or a colleague. There was, there was some person, you know, how, uh, sometimes when you, you have somebody that you're, you're attracted to that you see on a regular basis, you start to develop these kinds of patterns of how you view them. And, and maybe you, you see them a little bit more often, um, or you make an effort to, to connect with them or chat with them or whatever. And he sort of had this dynamic with a, a colleague. And I remember him telling me one day just about how he, he was able to, to finally get a hold of how he was viewing her and, um, and start to, uh, make better decisions just about how he spent his time, the path he walked in his workplace, you know, to get from A to B and not, uh, taking little detours to talk to the pretty girl and that kind of thing. And, um, you know, these, these are all different examples of what freedom looks like. It is, it is just becoming aware of the driving forces internally and then learning to master them so that you're still in control. You're still making the choice and you're not giving in. And, um, and I just, uh, yeah, I just want to encourage you today, whatever it is that you're doing, um, whatever it is that you're going after, uh, freedom is attainable. It is the power of choice. And Hey, um, you know, if somebody like me who struggled for 15 years with a porn addiction um, can hold a stack of Playboys, uh, not give in, not feel tempted, not binge, not slip or relapse or fail, uh, then, hey, this this is possible for you, too. 
And, uh, and I just want to encourage you with that. So uh, lots of love to you guys. Thank you for listening. Um, you're going to hear an epic outro from uh, my guy on Fiverr who created uh, all of this great content for me on the bookends of my podcast. Enjoy that. Have an awesome day. And I'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening to The New Man Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at Sam. Thanks again and see you next time.